Welcome to Moist Nougat. I am the kid. And I'm Dan Lee. And neither one of us are fucking millionaires today. No, we are not. <laughs> Some lucky son of a bitch in Illinois won yeah. over a billion dollars. I think their take home was like 700 and some odd million. Um, 700 million. Yeah, like wow. like like 750, 770, so, somewhere around there. So almost $800 million. Good Lord. Um, no, another chance tonight, though, Powerball drawings tonight, and that's up to $170 million. I'll take $170 million. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, it was like I was talking to Kyle earlier this morning. I said, well, I didn't win. And uh, I said, but that's why I always play again on uh, the next drawing, like Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. It's only $20 million. I'll take $20 million. Oh, gosh, yes. You know? I, I mean, yeah, I'm only going to see, you know, six of it. or Well, no, uh, 10 or 12 of it probably by the time uh, Uncle Sam yeah. gets his share. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. North North Carolina and Uncle Sam and. Yeah. And then uh, you put it in the bank. And it draws interest, and you have to pay tax on the interest. Oh, yeah. And then you spend any of it, and you have to pay sales tax uh-huh. and property tax. And yes. that's the thing. People don't understand about taxes. Right. Like, if you're fed up about anything, it should be fucking taxes. Right. Um, because you're paying taxes on every dollar that you have. You're paying multiple tax. I mean, multiple times you're paying taxes on that dollar. Oh, yeah. Like, if you save it, you're paying taxes. If you spend it, you're paying taxes. Absolutely. If you invest it, you're paying taxes. Like, like the government is so fucking greedy. Yeah, now, um, um, there's a, I don't know how many states there are that don't have a sales tax. But they're out there. Obviously, Tennessee is one. Florida's one. Texas, I believe, uh, is one. I think, like, New Hampshire. New Hampshire, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, that's, I mean, the only break you're get you're going to get and the th- and the thing of it is the tax dollars that's the people's money so when no that's the politicians money well yeah yeah they they seem to be able to d- direct it but into if, their if, own pockets most if of the time. if you do not agree with where they direct it and then you know that basically because there's no term limits and these people are up there until they a, a lot of them are there till they die out Right, right. So it's like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that uh, this is all really positive, strong public service? No, I, I, I don't think that's the only reason they stay. <laughs> the money's got to be way too good. Yeah, yeah. Well, and most of them already have a ton of money to begin with. Uh, the, they're career politicians. They, they yeah. you know, Harvard or Yale graduate, you know, mommy and daddy had a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never needed money to begin with, but they'll, they'll, uh, yeah. they'll take their 13 weeks of vacation and right. Uh, is it 13 or is it more? Oh, I, I, I imagine every time they leave and go somewhere, it's like a mini vacation. Yeah. But I mean, they, they literally get like 13 weeks vacation. Yeah. Like who, who gets 13 weeks vacation? Nobody. Nobody but the the select few. Anyways, I don't want to get into that whole ball of wax. Uh, I'll I'll leave it at this. Hey, Basically, you were, you were nice. You said wax. <laughs> Basically, well, this isn't nice. Basically, everybody, wise up. You're getting fucked. Yes, it is so true <laughs> on a daily basis. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we uh, are going to get into the best and worst things about where we live. Sure. Um, Definitely. I'll, I'll let you start out. And, you know, well, I went with th- this particular town and okay. not so much the state, but. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and we're we're in fairly close proximity, aren't we? What is it over here? We're in the 40? same. We're in the same state. We're in the same state. <laughs> um, we're in different counties. Yep. But um, let's see. Forty uh, some miles. Yeah. I think that's the spread between where where we live apart. Um, I guess I did. I had to do a. The the first and only thing I did, um, as far as comparison is uh with new york was the weather so i went i went just by the weather and i knew that i always uh had i would have been happy like with a six six month you know a 50 50 split right on cold and 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 hot right if you want to go like cold i mean really cold and hot really hot but i thought uh if i could live anywhere where there was a but here it's a little bit better than that it's better uh You've got seven months of weather here that you're not putting a jacket on for, basically. Or if you are, it's just a very lightweight jacket for a very short amount yeah, of time. Yeah, these days, though, I'd rather I'd rather the opposite. Yeah, I mean, you can't. And then what we're, the run that we're in right now, shit, you can't take enough clothes off. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's wicked. I was talking to my wife about, you know, in the global warming thing. And I said, but it's it's it was just as hot last summer. And it was just as hot. I mean, actually, this was the first year in the last three or four years that we didn't hit the 90s in May. Yeah, yeah. So as far as summers go, I don't, uh, like Kyle's mom said, boy, I hope it's warmer this summer, you know, for, mm-hmm. for more pool time or whatever. And I'm like, sure. what are you talking about? It was hot as shit last year. Well, yeah, yeah. What what we don't get, though, is cool winters rarely down here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it dipped below forty last last winter. Uh, well, at night, at night you're always going to get um, you're going to just drop below thirty at night. I mean, I think that a good average you can, if you were going to tell somebody what's the winters like. Well, here they're fifty during the day, twenty nine at night. But you guys are wimps, so yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, it was probably at least a month ago. When it comes to the weather, I'm definitely a wimp, but. <laughs> Kyle's parents came down. We're sitting out here in, uh, I don't know, it was 70, 75 degrees or something. Yeah. And uh, Bert was going up to get something. I think he was getting another beer for Dar. And uh-huh. she's like, grab that, uh, you know, sweater or whatever. At 75. Yeah. And they're, wow. so they're both sitting down here. That I told you about that. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. That, that bright ass jacket that you gave me. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, I went, I came in and got it out and went out and sat down with it on. I'm like, yeah, it is kind of chilly out here. They're like, holy uh, shit. You funny. can see you coming on yeah, that jacket. Really. On. It's got the safety orange on <laughs> yeah, it. And, and, and yellow. Yeah. And so, yellow. That's uh, right. But uh, you look like a sherbet, uh, a sherbet uh, bowl of. Uh, yeah, I just like I couldn't resist though because they were, they were like cold. I'm like it's, it's, it's if anything it's a little warm right now. Yeah, um, yeah, really. But uh, I as far as where I live, uh, the this town is laid out nice for driving, getting around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's certain 
times a day or, or weekends where you know certain areas will get jammed up a little bit but nothing like stupid yeah i mean mooresville's a nightmare gastonia is fine yeah yeah and uh so and, and there's a lot of boulevards so it's you know it's easy to get around right um definitely and i know this is basically everywhere but there's some really shitty drivers in this town well like, I, i've never seen so many people cross the center line yeah like they're like taking their half of the road out of the middle it's like wait a minute you know mm-hmm. like those yeah <laughs> lines in the middle are there for a reason yeah you're you know? really yeah it, it just every time i go out like somebody's like either just right on the line oh yeah or you know or they cut the corners you know and it's like that's fine when you can see and there's nobody coming but when you do that right you're 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 running me out of real estate here, yeah you know Cutting cutting the corners is, um, I don't know what's the best word to choose. I can't think of the word right now, but it's it's incredibly all the time, everywhere. People, yeah. people cut the corners. And in, in you're coming up to stop, and you're only like three or four car lengths from that spot, and they're still going to cut the corner. You don't see them like adjust their vehicle and try to swing it a little bit wider right, right. they're they're not backing off well, i'm just talking about not even making a turn i'm t- talking about just going down like a two-lane road uh-huh. and there's corners and you know and and you know like like you'd race oh, yeah you, know, you cut to the inside right right but it's like that's that's fine if you can see and there's mm-hmm. nobody coming yeah because i do it if, if nobody's coming right uh but when there's when it's a blind corner yeah i see whatever, what you mean. stay in your friggin' lane yeah you know please uh so yeah and that it's just like on a daily basis and then the the liquor sickles oh yeah in this town uh, this has got to be the the capital of the world for, yeah for liquor sickles yeah they don't help at all because now you're watching this guy who's i don't know gonna be if he d- sees a big rock or something he's gonna go around it and if it, it's got to be out in my lane i guess i'm supposed to be on my toes not him yeah well i i think it at least at least one day out of the week, it should be legal just to bump them off <laughs> one, the road. One day out one of the day week. One day out of the week. And that's the day I'm going to be driving all over the town. It's no no event liquor sickle day. If, you're, if your moped doesn't go the speed limit for the road that you're on, <laughs> and I'm behind you, and you don't pull over and get out of my way. That's funny. I'm just going to just, and yeah. there you go, off the road. And they don't go the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> and most of them don't, no. Uh but they all look like they're doing 100 miles an hour for some reason. When when you ride a moped, I guess you got to, like, yeah. get all hunched over and, and, yep. and oh, uh, yeah. you know, look like you're doing 100. Yeah, with your big boat backpack on. And yeah. The guy that I told you had the motorized skateboard, I haven't seen him in the longest time. So, I, I of course, I don't get the local paper. I don't hear any local news. I mean, we're far enough out where there is, there is basically none of that. It's probably in traction or something right I, now. I wouldn't doubt it because I, I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, that's the bravest guy I have ever seen in my life. Is it brave or is it just stupid? It's it's probably it's probably an I don't give a shit attitude. I'm going to do what I'm going to do and they're going to have to watch out for yeah. me. So well, that's that is the way of the world now. That is not the brave side of things. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, grab my cart and 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 start to go in and then i'm going to stop and i'm going to look at my grocery list or my phone yeah that's right. instead right. of just like going over and getting off to the side yeah you're just going to stop right in the middle right and again should be illegal 
yeah. completely legal to just ram them right in the ass. Mm. And, and you know, what are you doing? Yeah. Getting you out of my fucking way. Right. Like, I'm not on your schedule. I'm not waiting for you. You know, it, it's just. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a whole lot to because that's everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, when you could take a second in your car before you get out to just look at what you have, why do it there and then? That's like the, well, I get it too because I have a list place. and I have to stop, but I but I get out of the way. I don't stop yeah. in the middle of the aisle right. or you know I always get away and I always look around. You know, I make sure that I'm not in anybody's way. Yeah, when I do it, you know, you want to be you want to be aware of yourself and you want to. You know, that's just it. I mean, a lot. Most people don't want to be aware, apparently. No. And they'll put themselves well, in harm's it's way. It's not that they don't want to be aware; it's they don't give a shit. Apparently, something's where it works. They there. don't give a shit. Yeah. But uh, we're we're more bashing on people now. Uh, yeah, what's but, another? But, but what's they, another? They make up the place, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll make no bones about it. I fucking hate people. I really do at this point in my life. I don't want to be in crowds. I don't want to be around more than right. uh, eight or nine, ten people at the same time. Yeah. I just, I get, you know, I just don't. I just, right. there's too much going on, too many people talking to different conversations. And it's like, ah, I'm not part of any of these conversations. I'm checking out. Yep. I'm going down here <laughs> where I can be in quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But there's a lot to be said for that. Anything? What's your uh, next thing? Best, best, and or worst thing about well, where you um, live? I'm still on uh, the best side of things. Uh, so I, I wrote uh, beaches, mountains, lakes. Okay, so that's uh, not that I'm comparing New York again, but beaches. Well, the beaches were limited to Long Island. Yeah, and Jersey uh, Shore. And it's like, no, I'm not driving. What kind of distance is that from where we lived? Here, there are what? Two and a half? Would you say two and a half? Three? Uh, no, no, no. Not two and a half is, is three only. Three and a half, four hours usually by the time yeah. you get there. Because usually there's, yeah. once you get down to a certain point, then you're on two-lane roads and right, you're going right. through towns and stoplights and yeah. slow cars in front of you. And you're going through towns like McBee. Yeah. <laughs> Little uh, hole-in-the-wall places. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, not hole-in-the-wall, but... And there's great big signs that say, we are watching you yeah. <laughs> with a cop's face and the finger pointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the way to what, Darlington? Yeah, Darlington. That's where those signs were. Yep. The huge speed trap down through there. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we do have all that. So, yeah, the mountains. Like I said, I, I centered cool. more on the town uh, mm-hmm. here. Um, but yeah, as far as North Carolina goes, you get, you have the mountains and the beach and, and, uh, we have, we have great beaches here too. So yeah. Yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina. When I, when I get, I have like the, the worst things I feel about it. Then I start to get into my area, (laughs) but the, the overall picture I can, I can kind of fluff it up a little bit. I went with, uh, well, I kind of just did the, like, uh. My other thing is that this town, there's plenty of eateries in this town. Oh, my gosh. I mean, fast food joints, and there's restaurants and stuff, too. Um, Gastonia is the leader in, in restaurants. Wow. Uh, particularly, like, the, the fast food joints, uh, mm-hmm. they they consistently fuck our orders up. Right, right. Even the Harris Teeter. We got subs 
uh, months ago mm-hmm. from Harris Teeter. Got home. Uh, neither one of them are right. They completely fucked our subs up. Wow. Uh, didn't get them again. We get a couple weeks ago. We got subs again. They fucked them up again. When when they're making them, do you? It's like you put in your order, then you go shop or something, and then come back. Or do they like make an announcement? Your subs ready, or they don't do that. No, do I they? just do it on on their app. Oh, okay. And then I okay. just I go in, and usually it's so just, just sitting in a basket and the, walk in the cooler. In and pay. Right. Yeah, and then you can just take it to the checkout. Right. But yeah, I don't know how they like, like how they screwed up, up our orders yeah. twice, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, the yeah. Harris Teeter in this town is is walking a very thin line. Wow. Uh, with me. Yeah. Uh, just because they're either out of five things, you know, I have a grocery list that's got 15 items, and they're out of four mm-hmm. or five of them every time I go there. Yeah. Uh, or they don't have any aisles open. And, you know, I've talked about this before. So your ice cream is melting while you're waiting in line. Isn't that crazy? Like, especially like a place like Target where there's a lot of checkouts. And when they're all shut, it's like, oh, shit. Look at that. I don't go to Target anymore. Well, I don't go to the big Walmarts either unless I absolutely have to have something. That's the only reason I go to Target. Right. Um, I, I gave up on Target because inevitably, as soon as I walk in, there's a kid somewhere in the store just screaming their brains out yeah. like every time i go and it's like control your fucking kid yeah like leave the store leave if it was my kid and my kid was being this bratty i'd leave this well you don't have kids so you don't know what it's like well you know what tough shit right i don't want to listen to your fucking brat scream his brains out yeah, because really. he can't get a freaking toy or whatever you know well s- sorry for the inconvenience but um i would feel embarrassment as an adult, a certain level of embarrassment. Well, see, you can't spank your kids now because, right. God forbid, you did it in public. Somebody's going to, you know, call, yeah, you know. Call a sheriff. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, but you can't put them in a timeout. No. In in the store. Right. So, you know, like a timeout. What the fuck good does a timeout do? I don't, I don't really know. That's like the dunce hat, you know. Yeah. In the classroom, sitting in the corner, looking at, <laughs> looking at the wall, wearing the dunce hat. It, it's just uh, totally kind of off topic. But, yeah, I don't I don't go to Target very often. This Target here is not the best Target. It's not like a, you know, there's one over in, like, over towards Fort Mill. It's, it's actually the hugest Target I've ever been in. Oh, yeah. Um, I walked in it. I've only been in it once. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I went over there for something, and uh, I walked in. I was like, "Holy shit, this is a big ass Target!" Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was like a Target, and then half a Target again. Mm-hmm. That's how big it was. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know what stuff they had that other Targets don't, or if they just had more of just more of it. Probably. I, oh, there was one in Florida that we used to go to in that area over there, but uh, near Brooksville, but um. Yeah, the worst, uh, well, the the only other two items I've got um, as far as what I feel that it's best about is the Blue Ridge. I think the Blue Ridge is just like a, you can hang a blue ribbon on that. That's, yeah. that's a, an award-winning road. Yeah. And uh, and sightseeing, and it's it's just fun. Again, the mountains. Sure. And then um, it's the best racing. I mean, I, I've looked at all different types of racing, 
and followed it and this and that. But when I get right down to it and I want to put it in a jar, it's NASCAR because yeah. I just the beating and banging and and just the whole culture of it. And we both had a chance to live in that culture for years. And uh, so um, it was that's that's a that's a huge plus uh, as far as sports goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's well. I'm I'm not gonna jump ahead because that's down there a little ways. But uh, but yeah, like I said, I don't follow racing as much right anymore. Right. Um, I did what uh, Chase Elliott won Pocono because the what was it? Yeah, uh, Denny the, Hamlin. The, the Gibbs cars. Yeah, they got disqualified. They taped up. They taped heavy on the nose. They changed the aerodynamics of the nose by just applying. You know the vinyl, the, yeah. the wraps that they put on the cars, they taped it off heavy, and it they, they I'm telling you they're, they're they're smart people, you know, when they're going to cheat, they know what to do, yeah, to make the car go faster. But they don't you know, they don't get away with it very often. No, they don't because of uh, just the 18 inspections their cars have to go through. <laughs> Good lord! Um, as soon as they got to blue light scanning. It was like, and that was a few years ago. When they got to blue light scanning, it's like there's, it's impossible to cheat, because it's it's going over the car with a blue light. Anything that's complete, even a minuscule right difference, it's like, oh, stop! Now we're going to investigate this. And uh, yeah, once I start looking closer, then they're going to find something. Oh yeah, yeah. But so yeah, you, I. I but um, I just, to me again, having, because my first, my first sport that I really loved was probably baseball. It made a big impression on me, but I was a little guy, little guy. And then, of course, football took over. And, but in amongst the football part of it, there was, there was racing, too. I, I was kind of aware of, you know, I used to go to the, the stores to get, like, Hot Rod magazine and stuff like that. I was always into cars. Yeah. So then the racing aspect kind of grabbed a hold of me, and and so. Um, but the when we get on the worst side of things, like my my first item is congestion, because we live so close to Charlotte that it's just the the roads are. I mean, there's so many uh, people. There's so much development. Yeah, the Mooresville area is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's just it is. It's out of control, ridiculous. You know, it's not that it's it's a quick jump onto interstate here, a little bit further over at eighty five, but still, you can access things easy enough around midnight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but during the day, it's like the congestion. Yeah, I, there's no way in hell I'd live over there. And the congestion just, just spreads everywhere. Freaking, just the yeah. traffic is just so. And and one thing is they're they have no uh easing up policy. It is what it is, deal with it. They had plans to the road right out in front of where we live, they were gonna four lane it. The most recent thing we heard was it's being put off for ten years. Yeah, because the general store was gonna sell. Yeah. I mean there was so many changes coming and it, it just it got dumped. I mean, General Store's been there for as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very general store. It, it's very general, but I'm telling you, those, it was a 
It it was and is a gold mine for those guys. Oh yeah. Well, and they got the hardware store in the same building, but it's kind of a separate little area. Yeah. Uh, you got a mammoth propane and yeah, and, uh, all the stuff like the campers are right there, right behind it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a campground on both sides of you. Yeah, we're like a quarter of a mile down the road, so you, you know, well, whenever you need anything, just go to the general store. Yeah, I mean it's convenient, especially like I remember walking over there when we used to stay at Cross yeah, Country, right? When we were kids, going over getting ice cream or yeah. or you know munchies or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, so they've done really well. Yeah. So I yeah, li- congestion is is a big problem. Yeah, and like I said, there's there's times a day on certain roads and stuff, but when, once you've been here long enough, you kind of know where to avoid at certain times a day. Right. Uh, it's weird because like I'll go out at two o'clock and there's more traffic on the road there than there is at f- like five o'clock, and it's like yeah, this is when everybody's getting out of work. Why isn't it like busy now? It's right. like a ghost town sometimes at like five six o'clock, and you're yeah. thinking this is when the traffic's going to be bad. I know it. Um, but uh, what did I say? The the eateries was my last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also lots of retail stores here. Yeah. Um, so you got some big pluses here. But like so, like the WalMarts and stuff, they're just disasters. Right. The, it's just like nobody straighten. Like I don't know what the people that live in this town do when they go there and shop. Yeah. I don't know if they just just mess everything up just for the hell of it. Hmm. Uh. And, and like, I don't go into the Walmart very often. I go to the neighborhood Walmart, you oh, know, yeah. to grab a few things. Sure. Uh, just because it's easier to get in and out of. But uh, they're always stocking. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter when I go there. There's pallets out on the floor and stuff. They bring pallets out. And it's like, yeah, why are you doing this when th- there's this many people shopping? Right. Like, I get it. You got to put the stuff out. And, I, and it... Depends on when the trucks come and this and that, but mm-hmm. but there shouldn't be a pallet of stuff sitting on the floor and then there's nobody around working on it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you don't just bring it out, put it in everybody's way, and then go on lunch break or whatever. You know? Yeah. Like when I, I, I I've worked my share of retail, mm-hmm. and I've done big box like like the Walmart, not necessarily Walmart. I never worked at Walmart, but similar type stores. Yeah. Um as stockers and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like when it when you take your break you take your cart back right to the warehouse you don't leave it on the floor you take it back but it's just laziness yeah and and pride and and people just don't have pride in their work anymore right uh you know they they want their paycheck but they don't want to do their job right and it's like well if you don't do your job right what was i just i was just bitching about that the other day to kyle about something Uh, and i said you know i said you know they want their freaking paycheck. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to do the job correctly. Right. Well, you don't get a paycheck if you don't do your job right. You know, not if you're working for me because you're you're fired. You're out. Right. You're done. Yeah. Um, There's a right way and a wrong way, and uh, the right way is is convenient for the customers. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it, on that retail thing, uh, the lows in this town. It it is packed. Yeah. All the time. You're lucky if you can find a parking spot half the time. Right. Uh, and it's just a pain in the ass to get in and out of. Mm-hmm. And then the Home Depot is not far down the road. That's generally pretty easy to get in and out of. Yeah. Um, so I usually go to Home Depot when I need stuff. Yeah, I don't blame Sometimes you. Sometimes I just, you know, I have the lowest credit card, so 
it sometimes are just things that are exclusive to Lowe's, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But you can never find anything in those places. It's not easy. And speaking of bad employees, every time, you know, you see the commercials on TV, the Home Depot and the Lowe's commercials, mm-hmm. or the the customer, you know, the is is interacting with the, the employee, and yeah. they're helping them out and taking the time and pointing them in the right direction. Everybody's happy. What did I go in there for? I went in there for just a couple of days ago. I went in there for, uh, damn, I can't remember what it was. Oh, cleaning supplies. Uh, I was looking for this. They sell this. It's super good uh, carpet cleaner. It's called Folex. Super. Okay. I mean, the shit's great. Um, hmm. They don't sell it at Home Depot. And uh, Amazon, they wanted double the price that, low, that really? it sells for at Lowe's. So I was like, yeah. well, I guess I'm going to Lowe's. But they had moved everything around in there. Because usually when you walk into the Lowe's, like one of the first few aisles was cleaning supplies and stuff. Well, they moved it all the way, but I, but, so I'm going, do, walking down, looking down the aisles, walking down, looking down the aisle, walking down. Look, yeah. Finally, I see a guy and I go, hey, uh, where's your like cleaning supplies, like carpet cleaner and stuff? And he's like, oh, that's in uh, aisle 40. Yeah. yeah. And I said, oh, that's on the back set of, uh, so I walk back there. I'm like, I know it's not back here. Why would they put the cleaning shit back here? Uh-huh. It wasn't. It was in aisle 28. I wanted to go back and go, hey, oh, buddy. Oh, no. Buddy. Really? Not 40, 28. Learn your fucking store. He doesn't even know it. Yeah. Every time I go there and I ask somebody, they I, they just tell you, whatever. Oh, that's an aisle 38. One time I went there and they gave me an aisle that didn't even exist. Oh, I could gosh. not find the aisle. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but that's, that's not specific to this town necessarily. Just the getting in and out part is. Yeah. Because where it's at. It's behind uh, some restaurants, and then then you got, like, Academy Sports and Coat Factory and Sam's Club. I mean, there's just too much back in there. Right. Uh, a, a home and Garden Center, I feel like, should be kind of a standalone, Yeah. you know, its own parking lot, its own entrance, and, and you know, fuck everybody else. What? This is our space. They must have a lot of wrecks around there. Well, yeah. the Chick-fil-A was out front, and I think that's why they moved the Chick-fil-A. Oh, no kidding. Because... It was just, like, I wouldn't even go there. Yeah. And, like, when I left, I wouldn't come out down past the Chick-fil-A because it's just the way it's laid out. It's just mm-hmm. an accident waiting. I was at a little car show down there. Uh, I think it was a, a, I don't know if it's a Hardee's or, it was at the Chick-fil-A, maybe. It was just a small little car show. Uh-huh. And uh, remember that guy, Gary, that, that lived in the front of the apartment, the, the crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of a, he- a heavy set guy. Yeah, that I almost got in a fight with. Yeah, that's right. We we kissed and made up, and uh-huh. he he asked me to come down there one day. He was working the car show or something. And I was like, oh, I ain't got nothing else to do. I'll just go down and look at a few right. of the cars and stuff. Yeah. And while I was there, there was an accident oh, okay. out there, and and what's funny is the ambulance chasers. Like, it was a fender bender, and there was, like, three ambulances that showed up within, really? like, ten minutes. I'm like, oh nobody's God. even fucking hurt. Wow. <laughs> like, Just, I mean, we don't need one ambulance, let alone three. 911. <laughs> yeah. There's been an accident. Well, it's because they're all privately owned, and, and they have yeah. to haul yeah, ass. That's and, right. And, uh, first one there. Yeah, first one there gets the, you know, gets, gets the, the prize. Worm. Yeah, <laughs> gets the prize, gets the worm. Um 
But yeah, oh uh, the Lowe's is just a pain in the ass. Why so would you? Why would you change the aisles? Literally, let your people. Yeah, well, you know, customers how, get used to the store. They know right where to go. Well, most most Lowe's, like you used to walk into the Lowe's, and and uh, like you could look all the way down back into where appliances was. Yeah, and then they had like their. The, the garden centers over to the left, so they had, like, gardeny, you know, birdhouses and mm-hmm. pesticides and all that shit, and then lawnmowers and, right. weed, you know, and, and on back into the plumbing area. Yeah, Where you could buy, exactly. you know, piping and plumbing stuff, and, and then, mm-hmm. of course, the appliances were there. Yeah. And uh, for, for anybody that's never been to a Lowe's, I'll give you the entire yeah. layout of the Lowe's. <laughs> but but as, as you were to the right, the first aisle... Uh, had like light bulbs and shit, and then it was like lighting, yeah. and then it was like the cleaning supplies and shit, right. brooms and cleaning supplies and all that. Where chemicals uh, and all that, yeah, stuff. yeah. Well, now they're over like behind, like back down from the lawnmowers and shit, back mm-hmm. over there. And I'm like, what? yeah, that's buried. Like, why did they move all that? Yeah, because that's the stuff that easy to get, small enough that you know you're gonna go to first, and then if you want to venture further in the store, you know, we came. Well, I'm I'm here with my wife, and she needed cleaning supplies, but I need uh, something bigger. I need some stuff to wrap pipes with or whatever. So Generally, when I go to Lowe's, it doesn't matter what I'm going there for. It's in the furthest corner of the store yeah. Yeah. in one direction or the other. Yeah. but And, and you know, I mean, I not, I'm not – well, I am shitting on Lowe's, but Home Depot is the same way. Like, you can't find anything. It's like tape. Like I get it, you're gonna have duct tape, you're gonna have masking tape, you're gonna have paint, but have all the, kinds. Yeah, it's a big store. Yeah. Just put some selection of all those tapes in one aisle. Tape. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what kind of tape I'm looking for. I can just go into this aisle and the tape's gonna be there. Yeah. Like I don't want to go all the way back to paint just to get you know painter's tape, mm-hmm. or back to plumbing to get duct tape. Yeah, and I and I don't want necessarily want to drink or candy so you can put this stuff at the checkout right you can, you can display your products that you want to sell not the vendors that come in and you give a little bit of space to why do they get the checkout right right it's like put your own stuff there yeah i, I don't get it uh <laughs> and i don't go to lowe's for for soda and chips right you know what i mean right you get it you want a snack you're there whatever but yeah. well then stop at the the corner store. I mean, I like that they have a, during the summer, they have a hot dog stand out there. You know, yeah. that's if I want a quick thing, you know, I, I'm, I'm right there. Right. But, uh, given that the, um, the mother store is right there in Mooresville. Cause it's a whole two miles from the corporate headquarters. Right. Right. You know, which used to be in, in, uh, uh, North Wilkesboro. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Over by North Wilkesboro. So, yeah, so now it's there. But they're always changing that store around. They're always relocating things. And it's like, damn it. You know, if there's a three-month span and I haven't been in here in a while, and they put it in the worst damn location. Right. Hard to get in, hard to get out. And it's got a McDonald's sitting right in front of it. Yeah, that one's even worse than the the one here. So terrible location, and with all their dollars. Well, that and it's on 150. It's right there. It's so, such a congested area. Like you know, it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So, not well thought out. 
No, not at all. I guess we're at a good time to take a break. Okay. I guess we can quit bitching about Lowe's. Bitching. That's what we're doing. I don't go to Lowe's unless I have to. <laughs> I don't go to Home Depot unless I have to. Right. I don't leave the house unless I have to. Yes. I don't get out of bed unless I have to. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow, you're the lucky one. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to take five. We'll be back in a few. All right, we're back from our break. Dan Lee had some coffee and peanuts. Good combination, actually. Yeah? Yep. It's too hot to have co- hot coffee for me right now. Oh, well, yeah, I think I, I've been inside long enough with the good air conditioning and the fans that are running, and it's like it, it cooled my body right down. So, yeah, it went down okay. I don't. I really don't drink coffee, but when I come here and I really like whatever that coffee is, I I think it's um what is that that California company? It's just Starbucks. Starbucks. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible with names. So I'm uh, so bad with names. Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's best. I've no, heard. Seattle is. I, I think where Starbucks got its start. Oh, okay. Seattle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we left off on uh, what we were bitching about Lowe's. Yes. Um. Yes. There, there is definitely a, a bitch there because any any uh, store that does that, I mean that that is a that is really a stretch, isn't it? I think. Do they think that people just constantly just go into one department and that's it, and they're not seeing what else is available in the rest of the store? I think people really do move about the store and look at everything. Yeah, well, they want you to. Yeah, but. Uh... One of the other things, I guess, uh, I, the best and worst, I guess, I don't know, the the house that we live in, mm-hmm. it's got, you know, it's ups and downs, but it right. is in disrepair. It, yes. it needs a lot of work. It is. And uh, we're here for another year anyways, but uh, after that, I don't know, because shit's going to really start falling apart. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> that is the... Uh, well, it's the best and the worst because rent, we're not going to get cheaper rent anywhere right now. Yeah. Um, but like you say. Unless we're in a box under the bridge. Yeah. You know. But if it do, if it is going to get repaired, really, I mean, it's going to turn your life upside down because there, you won't be apt. You, you have to walk through well, yeah. the main they, aisle. I mean, they, 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 they'd have to do it when it was empty. Yeah. And uh, if they put that kind of money in it, they're going to jack the rent. Oh yeah, through the roof. So sure, yeah, we're, gonna, we're we're fucked either way. So yeah, that's the fall through the floor or pay you know two thousand dollars a month for rent. Yeah, it's sick. So that one hundred seventy really million would definitely alleviate the, the yeah. that kind of bullshit. Well, I'll I'll jump in on tonight's too, and there's there's another set of chances. Yeah, but uh, what else you got for uh, best and worst things about where you live? You did mostly best things in the first half. Yeah. I kind of mixed it up. I was best and worst. Right, right. I uh, I did separate the two. Um, just that um, I because I, I said that our area is so congested. Um, the only way to relieve the congestion is is to move to a more rural area, but or take th- out a bunch of population. Or oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uncongested. How big are the bombs that you have? <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, I, I sometimes I think, well, I'd, I'd really like to uh, move where it's quieter, just to go back to that small town community, right? That type of thing, but that's not in the cards. So, I, I guess I put that in the worst part. It's like I can't do it. You know, it's right. like, damn it, I can't do it. Yeah. But, well, the um, towns are laid out different down here than than what we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, it, we've talked about it before where, you know, live in a, a town where you can, you know, you can walk to the, the, right. the corner store or, mm-hmm. you know, and get a, you know, bag of chips and a soda or whatever and walk back to the house. Yeah. It's like you have to drive everywhere here. Right. Right there, there goes mm-hmm. the congestion because everybody's got to drive everywhere. Nobody can walk. Yeah, because anywhere. Gen- generally the idea was is that okay, uh, Main Street is in the center, the school is going to be close by, uh, hospital or whatever is is also going to be somewhat close by, and then the community grows around it. But if the communities here were made up of people that own property but weren't going to sell. Right. And then that same mindset is basically surrounding the town. Then the town itself can't develop and you have to drive. Right. You, you don't have a choice and you're, you're stuck in a way because they're going to look for places to develop. It just may not be near as close to downtown as you want. So you, well, you couldn't walk. And that idea, like the Burkdale Village kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's not right. a bad idea uh, right. conceptually. Mm-hmm. But. Everything's so fucking expensive that nobody can mm-hmm. afford to live there anyways, except people that, you know, right, have and they're, and they're probably driving outside of the village anyways because mm-hmm. you know sure it 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 got developed when when that was still everything around it was somewhat rural, and so they're like okay, this is a destination for people that are looking for great places to shop. Let's let's put all high end stuff in here, and. The wealthy are going to come here to shop, right? And then you know and we'll make the upstairs apartments, and it's not accessible. But they they they, they did it for like young professionals, right? Exactly. But you know, it's just who wants to pay you know forty five hundred dollars rent? I mean, Christ, you yeah, you might as well be living in in a in a an apartment in Charlotte, yeah. You know exactly, and one exactly, of the sure. you know the high risers, I guess. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Gastonia has got, you know, some cool stuff. It's got the shoe museum. The shoe museum. Wow. It's a, it's like a, you know, science museum. Oh, do you think I said shoe? I thought you said shoes and I was like, well, okay, <laughs> I'd, I'd go there once. No, the, the shield. Oh, shield museum. Okay. Uh, Kyle's actually taken Parker there a few times, so you can um, you can pronounce well. I can't hear well, <laughs> but even, they, even with headphones on. They have a, a small planetarium, which I, I haven't been to it. Yeah, I like uh, I like I would like to go to the planetarium because yeah. I haven't been to a planetarium in years. Did you ever go to Strasbourg? Yeah, in, in Rochester. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Yeah, planetariums are cool. They really are. Um, speaking of planetariums, you know this new uh, web. Uh, camera out in space is starting to get pictures back what oh you mean nasa put up something or is this a a different years ago okay it's not the uh what was the other camera 
Oh, the, the or know telescope, what, I guess, is what you call it. I don't know. Hubble. Well, it's a camera. The Hubble, yeah. The one that they sent up and then realized that the glass was fucked up and they had to spend another billion dollars to go up and fix the glass. And that was Corning. Uh, yeah, Corning did the lens but, on But they that. have a new new one that they launched, and it's actually... I, I don't know all the... We watched a documentary on it a few years back. Uh-huh. Um, so it's been up there a while. But it went back behind the earth or whatever, and it was going to be able to take better pictures and see farther away because of the position of it. Okay. And they're starting to get uh, pictures back, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. it's uh, They're finding shit that until then they didn't know existed. Hmm. Uh, Isn't it amazing, though, we actually live in a time uh, specifically to the UFO thing where they're saying, they're actually saying, yes, UFOs do exist. Well, I mean. And it's like, okay, well. You've got to be one conceited son of a bitch to think that this planet is the only one that's got some form of life on right it, you exactly know I, mean? I mean the the opportunities for life are are out there well i mean the, we don't even know where it ends right if it ends it j- could just go on for infinity mm-hmm. you know right infinity and beyond and beyond <laughs> yes <laughs> to, to quote uh, uh star uh, what's uh, his name what was it um he wasn't Buzz Lightyear and ah and, yeah Buzz Lightyear and uh, what was the other one? Oh the the cowboy guy yeah Woody Woody yeah Woody Woody Tom some, Hanks and, and yeah uh, and uh, oh the the comedian uh, Alan um is his last name Tim 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 Allen, Allen yeah. yeah Tim Allen okay the, uh, Home Improvement right right guy yeah um we're getting off topic but um. A couple other things we have. We have the uh, Caramont Health Park. Okay. The new little baseball park that they built down there for the Honey Hunters. Ah. That's the name of the team. The Honey Hunters. Okay. They are, uh, I did look this up because I wanted to know. They, they're they in the South Division of the Atlantic League. Oh, okay. Which is a partner of MLB. And I did the quotations because that's they were actually in quotations. So I don't know what partner of the MLB means. Yeah. They're not necessarily MLB affiliated, but somehow MLB uh, probably gets to cherry pick players from the league. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Really. Somehow they're they're making money off of each other. Right. Yeah. They're in business together. Uh <coughs> Excuse me. And then we, you know, there's a few parks in Gastonia that are nice. Martha Rivers Park, you, you've you been in the car with yeah. the yep. one that's got all the baseball fields right out there yeah, where you can see it. So that's it's a super done, nice park. That's done really well. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, I rack my brain. I got, I got like, a, one other thing, but uh, there's, you know, it's just where I live. You know right, what I mean? Right. There's shit that I don't mind about it, and there's shit that I bitch about, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, um, I don't know. if I'm sure there is a perfect place to live, and probably numerous perfect places to live, but it's it's got to be like your perfect or someone, right. else, someone else's idea of perfect. I mean, look, look at all the, the major cities in, in Europe. I mean, 
everything is walking distance until the, the place gets so huge that now it's not. Right. You know? But then they have uh, public transportation. And then, they, yeah. Or back when they were developing, they had chariots and they could get around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's just... Um, it's just a, an evolution thing, and um, evolution just comes slow to North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, it's like everybody, you know, oh, I want to, you know, live at the beach. And right. It's like, do you? True, yeah. Because it, there's, it, it's a huge difference between going to the beach for a week or two weeks, whatever, you know. Yeah. And vacationing. Than mm-hmm. to not be on the beach, having to still go to work. It's right. like you just live close to the beach, but you get to see people all day long that are there having a fucking blast while you're yeah, on your way to exactly. work. Exactly. You're on your way home from work. And, yeah. Um, and I get it if you just like being close to the ocean. That's you know. Yeah. Uh, but you I, know, I, I, and living the, at the beach is not as the same as as taking a vacation at the beach. Yeah. You know. I think the having grown up. <clears throat> been lucky enough to grow up in a town like we both did a town with a lake and you go out on the lake and you ride around and you're like okay the reality of this is is that the people that own a lot of people that have owned cottages on the lake for years and years and years when you when you go by and some are short but every time you go by you see that that boat is still in the covered um right uh, deal on on the dock it's so it's it's attached to the dock and the boat's covered and it's covered with dust and it's like they've been at they've owned this for so long they don't even and you look at all the the shades are drawn it's like they yeah. don't even they don't even use the lake anymore and they right. they're on it yeah just paying it, all it, those high taxes and so it, it's just in some instances, it's just human nature that somehow they they lost that that need to want to go to the lake and then to buy on the lake and then to develop it, and then all of a sudden, at some point, it just kind of all drifts away. It's like right. it's just it's just you, where you live. You got to keep that and somehow you got to keep that enthusiasm going because it's it's a very special thing to have that available to you. And you got to keep the dream alive, I guess. But you know, like like I said, if I did win the lottery, you know, like I always used to say, oh, I'd you know, I'd probably buy a place on the beach. And then I was like, no, nah, I probably wouldn't because right, I don't want to deal with the repairs and hurricane bullshit and yeah. taxes, and I just rent a place for like two or three weeks every year, you know, exactly, exactly, and, and <clears throat> you know, just let somebody else worry about all the bullshit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean the upside to having your own place would be that you'd furnish it the way you wanted and you, you had right. all your stuff there. Yeah. You know, or you, when you go rent a place, it's hit or miss, you know, usually every place we've been, you know, the furnishings were fine. Yeah. You know, you're there for a week. You're not, you know, living there. So, <clears throat> Hey, just out of curiosity, the places that you've had at the beach, did you ever have one with an elevator? No. Okay. No. no I was just curious because I see him. But, uh, yeah, no, we never went that quite that high end. Okay. I think the most expensive place we we got was the year that Shannon and John and Wendy and oh, okay. Steve and all of them came down, Hannah yeah. and, and uh, all the kids. Yeah, that had to be fun. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we split it three ways, so right, it was right. affordable for all of us. And, and uh, 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a, it was we had a good time. It was fun. Yeah. Um You got anything else for best and worst about where you live? Uh no, that that pretty much covers it for me. Just um I could I I could make the best of it, but my ideas for the best of it are just a little out of my reach, but it would be cool. Yeah. Well, most people but I mean, there's just, I mean, just the, um, North Carolina just offers so much. It really does. You know, if, if you're a mountain person or a beach person, regardless of how you want to live, uh, or how you would treat living there, the opportunities are there. Yeah. It's just a, uh, if you got the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the key. It's the bottom line to everything in life is money. Unfortunately. Money, money, money. Yeah. But uh the only other thing I had for Gastonia is it's weird because I, I don't know when Gastonia was established as a town, but mm. you know, I'm sure it was a long time ago. Oh yeah. But I mean there's the old Gastonia, which is down base where the ballpark is basically uh-huh. behind that. Yeah. They're trying to, you know, I guess you could say I, I don't know I sometimes I gentrify, you know, um, but the problem is, is, is that the houses back in there, they're old mill houses. They're so they're small. They're like two bedroom, yeah. one bath. You know, right, right. A thousand square feet. They're not huge houses, and and people aren't looking for houses like that. Right, right. You know, especially so the one bathroom thing. The original tiny homes. Yeah, basically, uh, and and you know, they're they're doing what they can, but you know, they're mm. calling it the fused di- district. Uh-huh. They're trying to revamp it and, and basically gentrify it, basically outprice the people that live in the, those houses now, so that uh, so that the young wealthy right. punks can come in and yep. take over and go get their eight dollar coffees and yep. you know but, definitely uh, but yeah but it's it, it is like night and day mm-hmm. when you cross over from one side to the other side it, oh, it's yeah. just so different it's like this is where it must have started yeah you know was back here and then it just grew right. that way. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh, certainly you're right because the industry the industry had to be there for the town to grow, for the town to be. You had to have industry. It wasn't it wasn't just a collective of farms around. Well, it's like the the uh, Loray Mills apartments. I've uh-huh. driven you by there. It's an old yeah, mill. Right, right. And basically that was probably where a lot of those people that lived in that neighborhood probably worked at that mill, certainly. you know. Yeah. Um but it's literally it's it's on the other side of the rail tracks, like you know you say oh he's from the other side of the tracks yeah, across the it, tracks. It, it sure. kind of holds true, and I'm not saying that it's a bad neighborhood. There's yeah. areas of of the neighborhoods back there that are sketchy, mm-hmm. um, but not the entire right area back there. But it you know it's like you know oh they're from the other side, of, and, and, and right. it kind of holds true. You know, there's train tracks that kind of split the yeah. the two yeah, that's, parts of the town. That's how just about every town. I mean, back in the day, you needed the trains. Yeah, if the if the trains came, the town grew. I know, there's not that many trains that come through. Well, you know what? I lived so long. You know, the house in Charlotte, we were very close to the railroad tracks. Yeah, the apartments we lived in right before we lived in the house were same railroad tracks just farther down the road right right and on the other side of them but still 
at at a uh, intersection, so the trains were always blowing their horns when they were coming through. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess for so many years you hear train horns. Sure. And then you don't, and you're like, well, there's not that many trains around here. It's like, well, yeah, but the train tracks are way the fuck down yeah. there. I would never hear them if they were blowing their horns anyways. Yeah, they had to build because the big companies came in, like Mobile and and so on, and okay, well, we definitely got to get to them, so we're going to build tracks, and right. they decided they don't want to put this mammoth factory right on right in on the very edge of so you know of of all the the homes so they got it out where yeah it's it's the evolution of towns is is so interesting but um i i I go uh, i go to a there's one particular town i really like rutherfordton north carolina and i just i just love where it is it's uh i don't think that's piedmont i'd say that's foothills i guess and uh, I should know better, but I haven't looked at it in a long time. But I just, I just love that one. I guess if if I had my favorite place, I think to live, I'd I'd probably go to Rutherfordton. Yeah, I just like that one. I've never been there. I don't think. Yeah, uh, well, you've been through it. But your uncle Kevin and I went there for a, a car show one time. Yeah, of all things, yeah, we were like. Oh, we both like old cars. Let's go look at some. And then one came up there, and we we made the hike over there. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Got looking around. He's like, "Wow, I like this little town." I'm like, "Yeah, so do I." Yeah, and some of the old towns, even going down into South Carolina, you see some of the old, and even old Gastonia. Mm-hmm. It, it, the downside to like, well, the houses that you drive by in old Gastonia. When I say old Gastonia, I mean that's probably where the higher end. You know, the people that owned the mill right, <laughs> lived right. in this neighborhood. Yeah, and the management. The people that worked at it lived over on the other side of the tracks. Yeah. Um, but they're on kind of, you know, busy fairways or whatever. Sure. Um, but, I mean, back in the neighborhoods, you know, the, mm-hmm. there's some neat old houses and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, again, money. Money, money. Yeah, I'm not talking like, you know, million-dollar homes necessarily, but, right. you know, of course now, who knows? They could be. But in the day, they were considered, you know, um, that's that's quite the house. Right, right. You know. Yeah, well, even now. I mean, you know, like the old colonial-style, you know, type houses, you know, with the big front porch and, yeah. you know, two stories. and Oh, God, I mean, and these, these are old towns here, just like uh, in New York, you know, just old towns and yeah. uh i hate it when towns do start tearing things down to rebuild i hate that it's like save it save the architecture save but people don't think that way no that's it's a new generation yeah we're gonna buy this house and we're gonna knock all these walls out we're, we're gonna we're gonna kick the shit out of the character of this house yeah, and we're gonna really. turn it into another box yeah that's it well that's go it. buy another box uh, yeah, start fresh. Yeah, but uh, who knows? But uh, yeah, I guess we should jump into our uh, top five. Yahoo! Oh, this wow. top five comes to you from Dan Ali. I think this crowd's been drinking. <laughs> this is the top five things. Well, I should say top five things we like. Made from wood. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And uh, Want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. So my uh, my number five is wooden goblets. 
Now I could see myself creating a. Do, do you really need to say wooden? Wo- I I don't. <laughs> Because these have to be turned on a lathe. I wrote it down. These have to be turned on a lathe. So, uh, yeah, goblets. I mean. I always it, like the word goblet. It's a great word. It is a great it, word. It's like, I'm, I'm drinking out of a goblet. No shit. Where can I get a goblet? Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know where to go find them. You can get the wooden, uh, the wooden uh, beer steins at the Renaissance Festival. Right. That's right. So if you go if you go up again if you go up into the hills, like maybe Rutherfordton or to um, Asheville, or all those uh, like there must be artist communities in in Asheville. I bet you could find goblets. Oh yeah, I'm sure you can get them. They're yeah, probably not cheap, but like um, like for instance the handle. Now it's it's amazing that it's easy on a lathe just to turn a goblet. And you can make this cool looking thing with all kinds of etchings and cuttings in it but imagine one that's hand chiseled be super expensive oh yeah but you could the handle could be like a witch on a broom and then there could be like a scene some kind of scene carved into it carved into it yeah Yeah. now that's the way to drink that was only for kings yes Yes. The peasants just had the plain. Oh, just the wooden, plain. Wooden yeah, stein they, or goblet. They had a sharp little knife and they had to whittle it out of <laughs> <Yeah>. a stick. <laughs> but they were no, really small. But really, I, I love to have a, like a wooden goblet that has like turquoise and uh, a few other interesting stones in it. I can just see you now walking around with Piper in your, in your uh, backpack for dogs. Backpack for dogs. Carrying your fancy <laughs> goblet with turquoise. <laughs> it's like, who is that guy? And what's gotta, he doing? Got to paint your fingernails. That's the end thing to do now. Oh, manly. Uh, what's a manly color? It, it doesn't matter. I mean, but it is a thing now. But it won't. Uh, it and, wouldn't say rouge. It, I mean, that just. It's got to be manly, like um, I don't know, determined yellow or mauve. Oh no, not mauve. Mauve and rouge. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you put those two together, what is that like? Psychedelic puke? Probably, <laughs> probably. I went with. Uh, you're gonna like this one. Toilet plunger handles. Oh no shit! Can you can you imagine having to plunge a toilet without a handle? No. Just hey, grabbing the rubber thing and sticking your hand down in there. No, you got to have those rubber gloves that go up to your armpit. I, I think I'd just get a new <laughs> toilet. <laughs> But I had I had to go with that one toilet plunger handles. That's funny. And now they make them out of plastic and everything else. But the old yeah, plungers always had a wooden handle on them. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like any tool, you know, an axe yeah. or a, a hammer. You know. You know. You know when your uh, your plunger is really old, when the wood starts to rot. Yeah. <laughs> the varnish is all gone, and uh, the wood starting to pay a price. I'm trying to think, I think the plunger I have still has a wooden handle. They still make the wooden handles. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Um, but they they're, do make. They're the really cheapies now. Yeah. Yeah. Now they got these fancy ones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what do you got for uh, number four? Uh, all different sizes of like wood storage boxes. So just something that goes on the top of the dresser, let's say, or. Uh, Something that goes in the center of the the living room around the chairs and the couch, and uh, just a real a real artist's piece, right? You know, a, a box that you can keep a lot of blankets and stuff in it, or whatever. It's right in the living room. Oh, you're talking about 
Oh, well, that's those a, those kind of wooden that's boxes, a, uh, like a hope chest, is what they call those. I yeah, and of course, um, I thought you were talking about like little, you know, smaller ones, like keepsake boxes. Yeah, yeah, anything like that too. Just uh, just the nature. Of it. I'm attracted to uh, wooden artifacts because I just I, I look at it and I go, there is a lot of work went in this. Like the like the guy that some guy from Russia that did those pretty cool uh, videos about making wood things yeah, with the with epoxy. A, yeah. With the epoxy on it. It's yeah. just, it's like, it's to me, it's just brilliant artwork. Yeah. Probably super expensive, but Oh yeah. Some of the stuff yeah. he made was cool. Yes. <clears throat> I went with uh toothpicks. Oh, it's a brilliant, brilliant thing. And, and the, the you use them to, you know, for your teeth, but how many times have you to- used a toothpick to, you know, clean oh, something yeah. or exactly or, you or, got you know sure you got if you got anything that's got a, a tiny little space in it, you'd get a toothpick and maybe you get some toilet paper and try and keep it on there and and clean an area or something yeah but uh, or the little mini the weenie dogs the weenie and, dogs and the, and oh the, yeah like uh, uh, the barbecue sauce life life is good. Yeah, life is good, but you got to have a toothpick to get them. Yeah. Now, um, the guy that made the machine that makes the toothpicks, he did really well. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I say it's a guy, but maybe it was a woman. But then whoever even, made it, they have the fancy toothpicks. Did really well with like the little like plastic ribbony shit at the end. Yeah. You oh know? yeah. Yep. The, yeah, the different colors of uh, yeah the ribbony stuff, and they even had. Um, a circle, like a little, uh, like it was um, on a on a router. They put a sharp tool on it, not a router, but a, a lathe. Right. It's like they lathed and cut in. They gave it some design. Right. On yeah. a toothpick of all things. Well, see, they have round toothpicks and they have these square, kind of square ones. Square ones. So, so the cheapest man-made wooden thing, the toothpick, probably made people the most money of all probably i mean you still i mean i still have toothpicks yeah i have a toothpick holder that could be made of wood beautiful but it's not it's made of metal oh shit it just doesn't seem right but you might have, we might want to change that out i still wanted one you better go to rutherford to see if there's a store there you can actually <laughs> it could be a matchstick holder too yeah and yeah matchsticks almost made because the wooden matches were always cool yeah, but uh, toothpicks is what I went with. Yeah, I forgot about uh, yeah toothpicks. That's that's right. Um, I forgot about the matchsticks. What's your uh, number three? So, um, handmade uh, wooden kitchen furniture. So, my my dream kitchen for where you're going to sit and eat would be a, a long table. Handmade. Wooden wooden kitchen. Well, we know it's wood. We know it's wood. <laughs> I love the word wood. Dan Lee has like a short book for, and I have like this. Yeah. I have like this much space to, <laughs> to write his answer down, and sometimes I have to like use two lines. It'd be like, well, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so what are you wood. talking about? Like a microwave cart? No, I, actually the kitchen table. So imagine if you. you You'd be really lucky if you had a, a kitchen table where you could have a table that was like twelve feet, let's say twelve feet long. 
And then, so what you'd have on, with on each end would be like cap- goblets, captain's with, chairs <laughs> with goblets, and Wooden and plates. then bench bench seats on the side, right? So everybody sits on a bench. Well, you're the king. All your knights have to come in and yeah. and, and feast with you. That's right. With and, their and goblets, raise and their goblet. That when they pick it up, the shit's splashing <laughs> out of it, and they're all everybody's got like a turkey leg in their hand, and they're all saying yelling English, English sounding things. <laughs> it always makes you want to eat, though, when you watch like a Viking type movie or something yeah. like that, and they're all sitting around feasting on. God only knows what the hell they're eating, but they're making a hell of a mess. Probably. I don't know, probably turkey and salmon or something. Well, that's what I'm saying. They always, somebody's always got a turkey leg in their hand. <laughs> I guess that's why the Renaissance Festival, they sell the turkey legs. Yeah. It's funny that you said handmade kitchen furniture, because I said furniture in general. Right. Uh, right. Like real furniture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bookshelves, uh, coffee tables, end tables, mm-hmm. um, kitchen tables, you know, just yeah. furniture, real nice furniture, but. Again, yeah. it's expensive, heavy as hell. But it lasts forever. Yeah, if it, if you within reason, if you take care of it, you know. Yeah, and they have they're like <clears throat> like a mini log construction. You know, they'll they'll turn the bark off of them, and then they you know they drill holes in them and they shove pieces together, and it, it kind of has like a log look to it. Well, yeah, because they use like dovetail. Uh, you know, they build them the right way. Now you get them in there and it's particle board stapled together. Oh, yeah, that's you know, yeah, you, you put too many socks in that drawer, it's gonna just, yeah, d- self disintegrate the freaking drawer, <laughs> which is unfortunate it because is. we live in this time where we're, we're, we're trying to save the planet and cut down on garbage, and yet we just keep making crap that has to be replaced every few years because it doesn't last, yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Quality stuff. But from the other side of that coin, somebody like me, that I have to go buy the cheap bookshelf at Walmart because 30 bucks is right. all I can afford. I can't go buy a $400 bookshelf. Right, right. You know? You, you can get I wish it. I could, but I can't. You, you can get it done with a $30 one. Well, yeah. I mean, if it, you know, if it lasts me five, six years, I got my money's worth out of it. Right. But right. when it breaks, what do I do with it? I have to throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Disposable. Exactly. Um, but, so, uh, yeah. so, yeah, furniture. Yeah. So that was uh, your number two, right? My number two. <clears throat> this is the big dollar one. It is a 1965 Eighteen foot, Chris Craft Super Sport runabout. So it's a wooden boat. See, I definitely can't write. I'm I'm just gonna put boat. Yeah, for now. Chris Craft. When I when I take notes, I'll I'll write down the entire thing. But yeah, or yeah, put boat, and you can put 1965, and that then that conjures up <clears throat> everything that came because um, when they made bo- boats out of wood, now they make about a fiberglass. Yeah, so the fiberglass, the glass stuff was coming in. 60s was still a holdout in Chris Craft, of course, and a few other Penyan, <clears throat> sorry, peanut. Don't get choked up. Peanut shell. <laughs> he, wants pe- that, he wants that boat really bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Our, our neighbors, when I was a kid, we, we moved to Canada when we were down by my grandparents' place on the lake. And uh, <clears throat> the neighbors had a beautiful uh, wooden Chris Craft boat 
with like white painted stuff kind of inlaid to the wood. Yeah. It was just it was their <clears throat> production model, but it was the uh, the runabout. How do you spell Chriscraft? C H R I S. Okay, so it is. And then C R A F T. I wasn't sure if it was so two Chris, wor- like the name. Two words. But um, yeah, eighteen foot, and they had like a a car engine in it, and it was a, it was a loud, fast, yeah. really fun, cool looking boat. Four fifty four four barrel. Yeah, no, back in the sixties, <laughs> it would have been more like two ninety two. But uh, yeah, just um, real works of art. And uh, yeah, right, because I had that sixty six and pal. I had a two eighty three in it. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Sixty six and pala. For wow. a short time until it fell apart. Too bad it was a rust bucket. Yeah, you remember that car. Oh yeah. I, I first time I saw it, I was like, shit, look at this. And then I started looking close and I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. Hit the brakes one time coming out of the parking <laughs> lot and the front end <laughs> fell apart basically. Yeah. Yeah, when you hit the brakes and your foot goes to the floor, it's like Well no, oh. you know, the uh like the tie rod ripped out from the front like oh, something yeah. ripped right, right out of the frame and basically it was that, oh, yeah. that was it for that car. I sold it sold it for the motor, but Yeah. Uh yeah. But yeah. Cool the, a uh, cool car though. The transmission, would you could power glide or something like that? Transmission yeah. In yeah, that was a power glide. It was neat. I remember the day I got, so I got the tags for it. Well, up there it was license plates. Yeah, right. And I just went out and, you know, put as much gas as I could in it. And I just <laughs> cruised around. It had the big real steering wheel. And yeah. Like it felt cool just driving that thing around Bath. Oh, just, yeah. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, really. I don't know how long I had it. Maybe six months, eight months, maybe a year yeah. before it broke. Do you remember what you paid for it? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't. But like, I bought two cars from this guy. He lived in Colonial Lawns. Oh, no kidding. And uh, So it was like 350 yeah, was or was it four or $500 it somewhere? Probably that? four or $500 for that yeah. one. But I bought that the that uh, 40 Lee. That, oh, okay. I bought that from him too. Right, right. Down the road. Yeah, I remember. I think that. I paid a little bit more for that car. That was a nice car. Yeah, it's like gas hog though. Holy shit! Yeah, they all, they all were. That that did have a four sixty four barrel in it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But boy, you could light the tires up. I on would that say. I would say. <laughs> but the uh, yeah the Chevrolet, um, you know what it needed? It only needed about four thousand dollars. Yeah, that's all it needed. Well, the Ford only needed a transmission. <laughs> The transmission went on, and when I took it, they 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 told me what it was. I was like, "That's more than I paid for the fucking car." Oh yeah, or damn near more than I paid exactly. for the car. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you you get a car like that, and if you get like six months out of it, you've done well. Yeah. Um, my number two is log cabins. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't even think of log cabins. Wow. Yeah, log cabins. And it didn't make my number one for a particular reason. Yeah. Which will become clearer when I give you my okay. <laughs> number one. But yeah, log cabins. I mean, I'd love to have a log cabin. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I know they can be a real pain in the ass, but. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they can, they can be a lot of work, but it's they're, I think they're well worth it. I mean. The wood, you they, know. They need attention and hell. Well, because the wood shrinks and, you know, gaps form and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still a cool log cabin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that takes us to your number one. Number one. Uh, yeah, there was only one thing that could be my favorite 
wooden thing, and that's drumsticks. Okay, I uh, I went with drums and drumsticks. Oh yeah, as one one right thing. right exactly. I, I wasn't gonna pull a Dana Lee and and uh, <laughs> well no, <laughs> and, I, actually I did pull a Dana Lee. Yeah, and, get, and put them both on one get, line. Yeah, two things on one. <laughs> but I was like, I can't waste one for drums and one for sticks. Yeah, they do go like, together. Yeah, so it's I, like so I was drums and drumsticks. Yes. Um, yep, definitely. But you went with drumsticks. Yeah. Uh, specifically five A's with the regal tip. So the regal being the nylon. Yeah. Five A regal. Who who called them who called them regal tips? Who made that? Was it Promark? I forget. Anyways. Yeah. I, I thought, was watching a video last night and it was I can't remember when, but I I was like, Oh, he's playing pro he's got pro marks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um but it was someone, you know, I, I don't know why why it surprised me like a lot of people use pro mark sticks yeah oh yeah absolutely you you know you've really made it when they make a stick with your name on it yeah well that's what <laughs> i use is the uh i don't even know what size they are but they're uh the steve gad right sticks yeah i have um i have a pair of dave weckle sticks and they're basically almost the same stick it's yeah. a, it's thinner with a light, smaller tip on it, and it's just, you get a lot of bounce out of it. It's just, uh, yeah, they're just excellent sticks. Yeah, I always preferred the nylons because I I would chew the the mm-hmm. the wood tips. Would, yeah. Wouldn't last that long. The nylon, you know, but. Right. Man, when one decides to, to uh, eject from the stick, it's like a bullet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel sorry for anybody that's out there. It's like. It may get hit with when, it. Yeah, when they go, they go. Um, sometimes they just break and a piece falls off, but sometimes the whole, the whole tip itself just, you're playing and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, the tip's gone. <laughs> did you, did you ever have this happen playing? The stick's got some wear on it to begin with. And you're just, you're just, you're sitting down at the drums, you're just practicing and you're really rocking hard on them. And I've done it before and I go to hit a cymbal and I catch it on the end, the edge of the cymbal. Yeah. And the stick is stuck there because it's split at the tip. Oh, no, I've never had that. And so it's, you know, one part of the stick is on the top of the cymbal, one's underneath it. And I actually let go of it when that happened. And I'm like, God damn, my stick is stuck on the cymbal. It's (laughs) split halfway down. I've never had that happen. (laughs) That's because I, you know. But I've had them break uh, uh, many different ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they break way up. Towards the 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 tip, sure. But I've had them break right in half before too. You know. Yeah, that's that's you know you're rocking hard when the you break them that far down. And that's why I was buying. You know, I you know bought some of those like cheaper sticks. Yeah. And I they would I would just break them like mm-hmm. yeah, and they would just break like a clean break. And I'm like, these are just crappy sticks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're a couple dollars cheaper, but you can't go wrong with like pro barks. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, there's uh I mean, Zildjian started making sticks. Mm-hmm. Um I only yeah. bought like one pair of those. They were like a Tommy Lee signature, oh, yeah. but they were like freaking merching Oh yeah. Snare drum sticks. <clears throat> yeah. They were just too too big and heavy for me. And I bought I bought sticks that were like 
like extra long, and I thought, okay, this will be cool. I'll really be able to. Yeah, until you start it, catching it, the tips it, on every uh, when you go to oh, do a yeah. fill or something, it, all of a sudden it's flying. The, yeah, because it caught the rim. Caught the rim and went right out of your hand. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's you know you wouldn't think that because they're not that much longer. That's why I wanted those tiny leaf sticks. I I thought maybe you know. Because mm-hmm. I got short arms. You got short arms. That's yeah. probably why you bought them, too. <laughs> you know? Got fucking short arms. I'll just buy longer sticks. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. They're going to get caught on shit. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. I guess we better call this an episode. Okay. We're about at that time. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. It, it was, was fun. fun. Yeah, it was definitely We, t- we took a, a long break. We did. Danny had to have coffee and peanuts. Coffee and peanuts. I'll do it again. We were we were able to accommodate it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it again. Don't try and stop me. <laughs> but anyways, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I am the kid, and I'm Dana Lee, and we'll. Uh, oh, I am the kid, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still Dana Lee. I think we'll, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>